Good morning, everybody, and welcome to The Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Hey, I'm Steph March. And we are here on this Halloween. Can we say it's Halloween-y? We can say it's Halloween. We can say it's Halloween. It's the Halloween. Absolutely right. For Halloweenies. I did. Uh, <laughs> I made some weenies. Did you see my cute no. mummy dogs? No, I didn't. I made mummy dogs. I think you have unfriended me. No, Is it I possible? I, the, 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 the filter doesn't, you know what I mean? Like the, whatever, the algorithm. Okay. My filter shows me every single thing you do. So. Okay, but I only post like once every <laughs> millennial and you are posting a thousand times a day from what I'm, what I'm gathering. Do you remember the whole, and maybe this was like 10, there was a time where you were not following me. No, do no, you remember no, that? No, no, I muted you. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> because you kept showing me the same boat things when you were on your boat, and it was always like you were walking and the boat was going, and I was getting, was seasick. getting seasick. I was like, I can't have you show up in my feet anymore if you're going to make me motion oh, sick. That is hysterical. Okay, I knew it was something. Yeah, so no, I was and I muted. Did, I did mute you, but I, then I was like, but I can always. I it's not like. I'm going to forget to unmute you. I see you every weekend. So it's kind of a reminder. It's pretty funny that you can mute. I can mute you and then I can come back. You could mute me too if I was getting annoying. I'm okay I would with it. never mute you. Well, I'm, I don't do enough to be like, I mean, like, honestly, I don't put, this is a funny thing that I don't put enough. It feels like I don't post on the actual picture page you know whatever anymore i do a lot more stories yeah because it'll seem easier but i don't do a lot in the thing and i was reading about the algorithm and reading about how actually there's uh eater wrote an article international wrote an article about a vibe shift in uh instagram and how tell me about that they're saying that in food especially like what has been sort of historically the things that have built those really big influencers the food influencers has been that like high you know, contrast, really hot, lit, perfectly formed shots. Uh, shots. Yep. And they're saying that the vibe shift is now moving more towards what's funny is they're calling it like a little bit more unpolished and average. And I'm like, oh, you mean us? Like you the regular the people? The regular people? So it's not a vibe shift for you or I. <laughs> it's no. a vibe shift for the pros. But they're saying how it's like, it's a little bit more, not even like, but not intentionally messy, but, you know, maybe more like off the cuff. And sort of, you know, not hot lit, not perfectly staged. And again, I was like, well, that's just the rest of the world. So Okay, because I have a, a video that I'm going to post today that the first 10 seconds of it is me talking. And then I stop and I look at myself and I was like, wow, remember when we used to wear makeup and like style our hair? Like I literally had no makeup on. My hair was greasy. I was wearing like a crappy sweatshirt from working out. And I was showing you how to make salted caramel apple bars. Oh, right. <laughs> but they're so good. Like, and I did make the video. I was like, well, I got to show it because the caramel, salted caramel apple bars are so good. Yeah. I'm going to feed them to you tonight if oh, you come over. Okay. I'm coming over. Uh, yeah. Salted caramel apple bars. Okay. I'll post the recipe because I did honestly, that. Well, that's like the pie. The Galetta med salted caramel. Yeah. I think that's probably why I've been you thinking probably- about salted caramel. <laughs> Every Honestly. once in a while, I do a thing, yeah, and then, and then you it gets into blow my brain. it up because, like, when yes. I did the refrigerator, or I did the no swirl, or the no machine ice cream, whatever, hundred percent, you went insane. It took on me it. two weeks though; like, it percolates. Yeah. yeah, and then it sits back there, and then all of a sudden you're like, oh, uh, and then no, you do a whole three thing on it. ice cream. Yes, that is probably exactly <laughs> what happened because I first made the salted caramel in the instant pot. Yeah, because I was doing Croctober, which we only have a few days left, you guys. 
I mean, I feel a little sad. I literally only have two more Crocktober recipes. Um, but I've had one every day. So That's I've amazing. You, that was a huge thing you did. It was really fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Was a good it. Challenge. It made me like think about like all the ways. And I've been really cooking a lot more in the Instant Pot and the Crock Pot. But I made the salted caramel and then I gave it away because yeah. I went to an event. But I have like a jar of it left. And, you know, like I'm not really like a sweet person too much at home by myself. Right. So I was like, well... Here it is. So I thought I'll make something because I'm having some people over tonight. So I was like, oh, salted caramel apple bars. But it must have been because of the tart. Yeah. Yeah. I think it probably was. It's, but that's how that we did it. That for sure is why I made the salted caramel in the Instant Pot because the tart. Yeah. No, I mean, and this is the thing. This is like, this is, hopefully this is what we do for everybody else I too. Hope. I mean, I'm hoping that someone's like, oh my God, I could totally make that apple tart thing or whatever. The yes. Gillette, and then just do that. Though I mean, yours was no, mine was just so average. No, it wasn't. It was above average. It I was. Just, it was. It was. It was fun to do. It was beautiful. Too. It was fun to do. So um, anyway, so yeah, so that's what's happening so tonight. We're, yeah, we're gonna go out and do Halloweeny things tonight. Hopefully, you guys are all either psyched for the holiday or getting past it. In Here's your own the way. cute thing I actually get to do today. <laughs> I'm going to Lake and Co., which is in Stillwater, oh. which is one of those shops. It's actually run um, by the folks that have that Lake and Company magazine, and it's sort of an outdoorsy shop in Stillwater, and it's in that cute little, like, right that stretch of town where people go door-to-door-to-door to door to door shopping. Sure. And it's trick-or-treat with kids. Oh. So I'm hoping, like, I'll be sitting in there signing books and all these cute little people will come in and I'll yeah. get to see all the cute little costumes. Oh, fun. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of Halloween stuff. We can run down that stuff later. There's, sure. I mean, like... It's in, there's every brewery has a party basically, which is also a little bit scary because it's that same thing of like when they do it on New Year's Eve or something, and you're like, everybody's got a party, which means no one's going, going anywhere. So would, you know what I mean? Yeah. So obviously, Prize Brewing, you know, one of our favorites has you know Vampire Family Reunion Weekend, and you know, I mean, my God, everybody, everybody, and has it's McJohnimals. It is McJohnimals. McJohnimals. I always call it McJohnimals. <laughs> Is that like John and Animales and Mick? Okay. Donald's. So it's McJohnimals. Okay. Or McJohnimals. Yeah. (laughs) That's what I think is funny. The idea of restaurants dressing up. It's other things. Yeah, you brought that last year as a topic and it was pretty funny. Yeah. And then Soul Bull is doing their bros barbecue from the movie Friday. And um Union Monk Kitchen is transferred into HFC, like KFC, but HFC, Monk Fried Chicken. Funny. So they're doing fried chicken all day. Um, Lawless Distilling has turned into Coyote Ugly tonight. Oh, boy. So get your snakeskin pants and your 80s leather vests on for that, I guess. You know, my niece is a um, singer that is trying to make it in Nashville. Her name's Grace Lear, and she's got an EP, and she's doing really well. And she's on tour right now with Noah Thompson and Hunter Girl from American Idol. And it's really fun for me to watch, like, because all of that Shania Twain oh, 80s so wear right is back. Yeah. So, like, seeing her outfits as she's getting ready to go on tour, like, her short shorts and her, like, spangly jackets and her, like, old-fashioned Lu- Lucasi, I think is the name of the brand, that's kind of a old Nashville staple country boot. Oh. But it's white. Oh, yeah. You know, and she's got bolos and the, the big conch belts. are a thing. In fact, we should have... Maybe Alley Shops has already done a trend report on that one, but like I'm telling you, the little like half white boots. Yes, are the Nancy everywhere. Sinatra whites with the square toe. Everywhere. Yeah, or really pointy. Yeah. Which I don't know. I had to wear like heels for a wedding a couple weeks ago or a week ago. I felt like 
you know, have you ever seen that picture of like, I don't know if it was Mrs. Piggy, but like her pig hoof is like overflowing the yeah. shoe. That's exactly what I felt like after literally a Between half hour of wearing heels. Yeah. Like it's, it's, it's real. It's hard. It's hard. Hey, let's talk quickly about what we did last night. Cause we were out at seven yeah. vines vineyard. We went out to, um, we went out to, uh, we were in, I guess it's Delwood is what it is, which is yes. just past state, uh, uh, white bear Lake and kind of before Stillwater. And, uh, we went out for the bubbles and fries event last night and it was really cute. And it was this really great little vineyard. That's kind of like, a hidden gem. It's it's near the Pine Tree Orchards. I'll say that if you guys know where Pine Tree is. It's just kind of a little bit farther past that one on uh, 96. And it was uh, it's a vineyard. It's a Minnesota-owned vineyard, locally owned, 11 acres. They've got, you know, they're growing their own grapes, but they're also making some wines with, uh, you know, they've imported some grapes from California. So, you know, they can do it. They have a Malbec. I think they have a Zinfandel. Um, and it just was a cute, we went out for an event that was, uh, very sweet. It was, it was bubbles and fries, which are two of our favorite things to pair together. Um, and they ran down, uh, I think it was the sommelier there on staff ran down the, um, sort of the tasting. She, she ran down the history of champagne for people who have not known about it and kind of talked a little bit about the widow Clicquot and Dom Perignon. So that was really fun. And then we just, and it was just kind of an interesting way to taste their own sparkling wine. They did. Um, they have quite a few wines that they sell on site, and there was one that they have that is a um, a fundraiser, right? For Reminiscence Mayo Clinic for Alzheimer research because one of the founders passed. Yeah, jammy red blend with notes of dark cherry, plum, bramble fruit. So I thought that was pretty sweet. Yeah, and there's here's the thing too that I like about them is that uh, you know they're they're trying sparkling wine. There's a lot of I think that there's a lot of history with the way that sparkling wine is made, you know, the methods, um, the turning of the bottles. And there are a few locals, Axe Bridge is another one in Minneapolis that is doing it, um, that are sort of embracing it. It takes a long time to really master it. Yeah. And so we had a bottle last night. We had a couple glasses of a just a lovely, I think it was made with Frontenac grapes, which are Minnesota cold hardy grapes. Mm -hmm. And it was it was delicious. It's it's like you have to you can't really compare it to like. You know, you don't want to compare it to like a Vouv Clicquot or, right. or even like a, you know, a, a, something made in the old world traditions because these guys are all just starting to get going. So on its own, I think it was lovely. Yeah. I also, uh, we have to break and then yeah. I'm going to tell you about this delicious um, ice cider I had. Oof. When we come back all on right. the Weekly Dish. We are back. You're listening to the Weekly Dish presented by our friends at Knob Creek, Cornitos, Maker's Mark. I did um, have a good Boulevardier recipe that Maker's Mark helped me put together that's on the website. Um, we were talking off the air about that Steph watched the final installment of Halloween. Yeah, it was uh, it was the Jamie Lee Curtis, the last of her, you know, kind of her last trilogy. You know what I mean? Like, she's not going to do any more Halloweens, obviously. And um, it was it was it was not what I wanted it to be. Until the very end. I would say that the very, I would say the last like half hour to me was excellent. You got the payoff in the end. Yeah. But the front half was a little bit plotting and a little bit. And I got it. There was a lot of metaphor. There was a lot of things. If you're a Halloween movie aficionado, like who loves like the first one, I'd say the first two, you know, the first one and the one, the second one, when she's in the hospital and being chased in the hospital, that also sent me like, that was crazy scary as a kid. Um, but then the second, uh, this second batch was good. The first one of the second batch was great. The second one was okay. This one was meh, but it ended fine. 
All right. There's my Halloween movie Here's review. An update. Right. Um, you were going to talk about an ice cider, you wanted to say. Yes. Pomo. Oh, Pomo, yeah. By Milk and Honey Ciders. Yes. Was a fantastic... First, they had an ice cider, but I don't know that they sell it. But if you could find it at their cidery, that ice cider was like... I've had ice cider before. Yeah. And I like it. Some are not great. I really like Sweetland Orchards Arts Ice Cider, but this felt like literally like an apple in a bottle, like the whole apple, like the tart of the skin and the sweet of the juice and the, I can't even really describe, but it was like the most intensely apple flavored thing that was super good. Yeah. And I just loved it. But then I had the Pomo after that because it was a, a tasting that we did at the Lexington. And that was also fantastic, kind of in the tradition of like a Calvados. Because um, it is an apple brandy, technically. Right. Right. Really just delicious. Um, very worth seeking out if that's kind of your jam. And I just drank it in a, like a snifter. But yeah. um, I kept thinking like, oh, maybe you could put make this with an old fashioned. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's a, if it's a, it's a brandy, yeah. you know what I mean? Like well, the entire state of Wisconsin believes in the <laughs> brandy old fashioned. Um, but I would say that I love, I I do think that that one is so, is so beautiful. Tattersall also has one, a, an apple brandy that's sort of in that same, it's not that same style. It's a little bit hotter, but you know, that's what um, this one milk and honey was, I think distilled in partnership with Tattersall. Oh, okay. So I think that they have this really cool vibe going about Yum. doing these sort of uh, pomo blends and such. It was so, amazing. Yeah, no, I think it's really, I think it's really cool. I think this is one of those. This is one of those sippers that I don't even think you need to mix it. Like you just pour a couple. Yeah. it should be like a liqueur that you sip. In fact, maybe I'll bring something like that tonight in my little thermos when I come to your party. Uh, it seems like it would be wonderful. Yeah. Um, another just. This is just basically a whole random Halloween segment. I'm not calling it dribs and drabs because <laughs> it does have a focus, which oh, is Halloween, okay. unlike my last week's whole segment. But okay, here's another thing I saw this morning that I did put on my Instagram story that's real cute. So Milk and Honey has what I kept calling, and he was laughing at him when I was telling him, I called a slap bag. Do you know what a slap bag is? Um, Are you talking like a Boda bag, like a sheepskin one that you wear skiing and stuff? No. So I don't even know where I got this term. I think I got it from my niece, Sadie, who's in her 20s. So remember like the Franzia wine bags oh, with the oh, nozzle? Yes. That's like a slap bag. Got it. And we got into it once one summer because she had a friend up to the cabin who literally took a Franzia bag and like put the nozzle in her mouth and yeah. was chugging it. And I was like, wow, that's weird. Mm-hmm. And so I said it in front of the lady. So the girl was upset and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But so I got the term slap bag from Sadie and they milk and honey ciders has this really cool packaging where it's this bag yeah. that has the nozzle. And I have that in my refrigerator all the time in the summer. Yeah. And actually I have one right now. So this uh, woman, her name is uh, Babs on Instagram. She has carved out a pumpkin. Okay. So the top of the pumpkin comes off and then she had a great tip with the hand mixer. She blah, 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 all over the inside of it and then scoops it out. Sure. And it gets it super clean, actually. And it was super fast. Yeah. Then she takes a uh, cookie cutter and she mallets out a hole in the pumpkin. Yeah. And then she puts the bag in there and pulls the spigot out. 
Sure. So you have your slap bag coming out of your apple cider head. I thought that, or the pumpkin head. I thought that was really cute. That is nice. For a hard cider. That's a good thing. So you can do that. Another thing I saw this week that I thought was real cute, and I'm sort of obsessed with Jessie Sheehan. Um, She has the book Easy Peasy Bakes, and I did a podcast with her. And then I found out later she was a breast cancer survivor, stage three, same stuff I've had. So I'm just like, wow. You're fangirling, you're loving uh, it. Yeah, totally. She did a sheet pan um, Rice Krispie Treat. So she put the butter on the sheet pan, and then she put the marshmallows on the sheet pan, and then she put that in the oven, and then she stirred in um, orange Rice Krispie Treats and got that all on the pan, and then she spread it out and pushed it into the sheet pan and then cut them into bars. And I was like, this is brilliant and so Isn't easy. is that how you do that? Well, you would not do it on a sheet pan in the oven. Normally, you would put it in like a skillet. <laughs> Never in my life. Have you only ever only made ever... Rice Krispie treats in a sheet pan in yeah. the oven? Yeah. Wow. How else do you do it? I guess. So what are you saying? Like normally okay, you heat the stuff up hilarious. and then you put them on. Wait a minute. So I'm just I'm showing stuff my computer. I've just turned around so she can see the actual video. So normally when you make. Rice Krispie Treats, the way I would make them is in a saucepan. So you'd put your butter in the saucepan, then you'd put your marshmallows in the saucepan, stir it up, you get the slurry. You put your Rice Krispie Treats in your saucepan, stir it up, and then you would dump them out onto the sheet pan, push them in, and cut them into bars. Okay, yeah, I guess that's what I'm saying. This is actually, you melt the butter on the sheet pan, you put the marshmallows on the sheet pan, then dump the Krispies right onto the sheet pan, Stir it on the sheet pan and then push them back in. It's just super quick. Is it quicker? You yeah. think that's? I I think. Okay. It, that's interesting. It looks quick. It looks easy. Kind of fun. Oh, so like, and her marshmallows don't look like they're fully like melted. They either. they get a little like caramelized and run together. Well, that's what we used to. I mean, like, yeah, I feel like you put it on the sheet pan and then we would like do like a quick hit so that you get a good little broil on it too. i've never done so that little, but that's like, a good idea crisp and it's like a caramelized top on it yeah i've never put my rice krispies in a sheet pan i and to be honest i don't really i've made i've i mean i was never a rice krispie maker like oh. i've never made rice krispies like as a thing my kids don't have a rice krispie like thing in their past for this me. was our four o'clock meal every day wow we made them in like a coffee cup well that's yeah i mean just like, a marshmallow a nab of butter Put it in the microwave. Wow. Toss in some cereal. Funny. All right. So there you go. We'll be some right new back. ideas. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish on this Halloween weekend. Uh, I'm Steph March. This is Steph Hansen. We are here to talk about food and fun, and we're just going to keep talking about yeah, stuff. Yeah, because we just kind of yeah. little Halloween treat ideas. Yeah, we've got some treat stuff coming. Okay. I did this on TV, and I didn't realize that when I said wieners 10 times that Jason was just going to keep laughing. Oh, you did too. I did not. I did not. Come I swear on. to God. He is and, a child. Well, and then I, at some point, and he's I listening, said you sausage. Know, I mean that he, in the nicest way. And he was like, then he started laughing at sausages. So yeah. we just laughed about that. But okay. I, I don't, I always think about kids because I think a lot of these holidays, like adults, fine. You want to wear your sexy nurse costume, go ahead. But like a lot of this stuff's for kids. And when I had kids, it was fun. Well, I had one kid, but like we would make the scarecrow in the yard and, you know, we're sad adults. We don't do anything fun anymore, though I am going to a party tonight, which Stephanie is invited. I know, everybody. Uh, can I just level set that I had to ask for the invitation for this one? And I was like, yes, come. 
because I did come last year and it was fun. It was fun. And yeah. Lori and Casey are coming and oh, my yeah? niece is coming. Good. Or no, my niece is not coming. She's traveling, but Ellie's coming. Okay. Um. Anyway, so I had to do something. I wanted to do something for Halloween on Fox, but I wanted to do something that was like for kids more, you know, and like adults, because it doesn't take a lot if you're an adult to make your kids day, like to just do something fun. Yeah. So I did these uh, mummy hot dogs, mummy wieners, and you just take they did you know they sell croissants now, not perforated. They yeah. sell them in sheets. Mm-hmm. So you take that sheet and you just cut it into s- strips and you wrap your dog. And so it looks like a mummy. And then I had a little uh, barbecue sauce for eyes. And oh, and you put a slice of cheese in with the dogs too. I actually bought American cheese for the first time in since like 1912. Wow! And that was funny because it melted deliciously. Yeah. Um. So I made mummy dogs. So those were fun and kind of handheld, right? And you could do it with the little cocktail wieners too if you want to do smaller ones for yeah. appetizer. But then I made boo balls, which are um like a sausage, uh, like a Simix meatball. Oh, and like a meatball. You, wrap the top of the head with the same crescent roll so it kind of looks like a head wound. (laughs) And then you do like the barbecue little dots for eyes. Okay. And they were adorable. Yeah. They were really cute. Super fun. Okay. Here's some other just kind of like weird things like that that you can do. Um, I saw someone and I can't think of who it was did um, these hearts that were cake hearts and then they put like this raspberry glaze on them that looked like like it was kind of a bloody heart that was sort of cool okay okay so um you're gonna if you make cupcakes what you maybe don't know is you can make witches hats out of the Reese's peanut butter cup wrapper because think about the wrapper how it's fluted the wrapper is fluted? Yeah, the Reese's peanut butter cup wrapper. Oh. It has that fluted oh, you mean edge. The, you mean the little, the cup, the, the little. The cup, the paper cup. The brown part that's wrapped the actual. So you would fold that. So you'd make your cupcake, frost it, fold that over or lay that over the top of the cupcake. And then you cut a hole in the middle and you fashion another piece of wrapper that's a pointy hat. This is way too much work for me. Okay. I'm just not going to do paper <laughs> crafts so cute, for though. my cupcake. Just saying. Okay. Here's another idea. Okay. This is a cupcake idea again. Okay. So this is just, you have the flat piping um, and you're just piping strips of frosting across the top of a cupcake in sort of a weird mummy-ish fashion, if you can imagine. And then you just put two eyes. Yeah. And those look real cute. They have no mouths. They're just little eyes, little uh, toppings. Okay. Um, let's see. This is sort you of up do your witch alley. fingers too. Yes, we had witch fingers. <laughs> this you, one. This I, is all like revisiting. I mean, like this is this isn't breaking news or anything. No. But I love that you're so excited about this. Oh, I always get excited. This is like stuff we did <laughs> ten years ago. Yes. But see, Stephanie, we've been on the air so long that we can revisit these things because okay. there might be people that haven't heard them. This is true. Um, I saw this actually on Fallon's TikTok from another radio station and she did Rice Krispie bars, but then she made these ghosts that you just make with like melted white chocolate and you smear them onto like a parchment paper and then you peel them off and you can lay them on a cupcake or she put hers on Rice Krispie treats. Cute. White chocolate ghosts. Really easy. Okay. Um, Green matcha popcorn. How about that one? So you have like the green witchy popcorn. Mm -hmm. This is just popcorn, but you have a matcha coating on it. So it looks like you just sprinkle it or do you pop it with it? 
Um, you sprinkle. Okay. Uh, Buscati. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay. I don't know what was funnier. Me seeing these and knowing I was going to say it and laughing in advance or your eyes rolling when I said it. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, okay. This one is specifically I, for you. Can I, one more. One more. These are sandwiches. Wait, can I go back to Buscati for a moment? You just can. for one second. Nobody likes Buscati. No, they don't. Nobody it's the worst eats food it. Ever. Nobody likes Actually, it. Actually, my dad's stepdad's old girlfriend made biscotti that was good because but it was beyond- it's supposed to be meant to dip in your coffee in an italian cafe if you're not an italian cafe and you're it's not having a espresso, dry hard it's, biscuit it's that like breaks this your giant teeth. joke that everyone had on us that we all bought it i'm gonna go one better on that yeah nobody likes scones mm. Who wants a dry puck? If they're dry, they're with well, weird little fruit hidden in it that's yeah. also dry, like a current that'll break your tooth. No, I know. I'm with no. you. No. If I get a scone, I want one like Cafe Astoria where it's like a cake. Yeah, no, my moms are like this beautiful, like, you know, kind that's, of moist and great scones. Those are great. Okay. And that's not, not, the same I, thing yeah. that happened when we were talking about scones a couple of years ago and I did a good recipe for scones. Yeah. And you were like, aren't they all good? Because you had your Because I only had good scones And I was like, up. no, they're like pucks. Yeah. Okay, here's the final. Well, maybe not the final, but close <laughs> to the final. This is a monster wrap sandwich. Okay. So you make like a tortilla, a green tortilla wrap. So you could put turkey and cheese and whatever in there. But then you decorate it so that it looks like the top of Frankenstein's head. Okay. With like a little cheese cut into triangles, some olives with pimentos for the eyes. Like that's cute. Those look like Frankenstein. Those that is good. Um, <laughs> I feel like you're on the Betty Cracker website right now. I feel like- oh, I don't know. I'm on Delish, but it's the same okay. thing. Yeah. Okay, that's a picture of the mummy dogs. Yeah. So I'm gonna post this. The mummy dogs. Just kind of funny. Like, we did mummy dogs when Jake was like four. Exactly. Exactly. And sometimes moms need to be reminded okay. of fun things. You're to right. Do. There are new moms. And just like maybe they haven't seen every Pinterest page from here. Moms don't have time for Pinterest. It's the retired ladies like us that have to remind them. Are you retired? (laughs) Because I don't think you are. I don't think you're actually retired. I'm probably not retired. You're probably not retired. Okay, in our last few minutes, I want to round up a few little bits of restaurant news before we go. Because I just want to shout out a couple things that are happening coming up this week. One is uh, this the wine side that is opening because we've had a lot of listeners who have sent us notes yeah, over I'm the last. Yeah, I'm excited about this place. And they were like, "What is going on with Champs? Is it working? Is it happening?" So Champs, Champs, it was Champs top ten liquors. My friend Karen worked at Champs. That Champs. I got remember I got into a fight with the one on West Seventh Street. Yeah, I remember that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I sing uh, karaoke at this one, but anyway, this Champs near Ridgedale has been changed over to. Uh, both a top 10 liquor store, which is open. That is open. You can go in there and grab whatever sort of bottles you need. And then um, and then next door is going to be this market and wine bar. And it's super interesting because the market is very cute. It, it kind of recalls a bit of a Certix vibe. You know, mm-hmm. it's got a lot of specialty goods. It's got, you know, a, a cheese case and like specialty meats. And it's going to have all that kind of good stuff that you can... Get your fresh bread. You can get a hunk of cheese and a bunch of fun things for dinner. Um, and then it has the wine bar aspect of it. And this is interesting. So I think it's really, you're going to walk in. You're going to go up to the kiosk or to the front desk and get a glass. 
And they say, uh, then they're going to have show you how to join the Wineside Club, which is just, they're going to take your credit card so that you yep. can now, you know, go ahead and you get a QR code on your phone when you join. And okay. then you walk over and they'll set you at your place, wherever it is that you're, you've reserved. Or they're going to, you know, put you down at a table. And then you get to get up again and hit any of the kiosks that are there. And there's all these temperature-controlled Perfectly ready and fresh bottles of wine that you just access by putting your QR code from your phone underneath like a little scanner. And then you just pick how what the percentage of pour you want. So you can sit there and sip over and over and over again and just like do a flight. And they're 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 basically each kiosk is is uh, is going to be you know, uh, categorized by like maybe these are all Chardonnays or this is all going to be Pinot Gris from different areas and different you know, things, or maybe this is just French whites, that kind of a thing. So it's kind of interesting. How I do you love feel about the that? idea? Yeah. And I would go and enjoy myself. I think there's a small, little small part of me that's like, hmm, that kind of takes the hospitality feature out of the wine experience, which can be intimidating and gross mm-hmm. or can be helpful and pleasant. Yeah. So I think about that, but I would still do it. And yeah. I would enjoy it. Well, and I'm interested because this is this is a cashless place. You know what I mean? Like this is definitely going to be more hands off as far as, you know, there's a lot more of uh, technology involved. But yet it's still really it feels really comfortable in there. I'm interested to see how people I would love to know. And you guys, we are coming up on the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So if you want to give us a call and weigh in on this topic, but um I'm interested to find out how the QR code of everything has made people feel. I know that the younger generations are fine with it. They don't care. They want to snap. They just want to enter their information. They just want you to come to their... They just want you to bring them the food, the drink, and that's it. Yeah. Right? The older generations tend to feel like they're missing out on something. I would I would, I would think that the way that the state of hospitality has gone lately, though the fact that it is harder to get really great service from people, that maybe the QR code thing is going to help other people kind of feel like if they, I would rather have no service than bad service, I guess. So if I'm having to wait for someone and wait and wait and wait for them to get here and they're understaffed, but there's also this person is exasperated. Yeah. I would rather just get it myself and I would, I have no problems with that. So I'm a little bit interested to see how that works. Um, to know if like, would you rather have your own service over bad service? Or is it so important for you to get that touchstone thing? And I would say at Wineside, there will be people roaming around. There will be people, you know, stationed near the kiosk in order to answer questions about wine. So there's that too. Yeah, I, I'm i definitely going to enjoy it. We'll just have to see. We'll see. Let's go. Yeah, I know. All right, so here we go. You guys want to launch it? Ask Stephanie for the show. 651-1071. 651-641-1071. Give us your thoughts. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen. Yup. Yeah. Yup. I'm Stephanie March. Yep. You, you. Yep. You're just going to become Sm. That's going to be your new name. You're not Yay. You're Sm. Oh, don't even. I know. Let's not I even know. bring it up. The I don't even. Yay. I don't That's, even want to talk about. It. I know. He deserves no airtime. So six five one. Is Elon Musk. If we're actually talking about people that I'm sick of. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. If you want to give us a call, this is the Ask Stephanie portion. We'll talk about. I mean, anything except for that. And then, <laughs> just as far as food or fun things going on this weekend, or if you have questions about. We are starting to get Thanksgiving questions. Yes. But I feel like we need to wait until next weekend to, yeah, to really talk about rule. it. Yeah. And that's fine. We need to give the Halloween due its day or yeah. day its due. Yeah. Then 
we go for Thanksgiving till up till Thanksgiving, right. and then the next show we flip. Right, Christmas, and, and and some radio, another radio station that had music on it was I was listening to them, and they were saying how they were like, no, we're kicking off holiday season November one, and I was like, oh my god, they're they're gonna start playing Christmas music November one. It's all right. You don't have to listen till it's time. Some people, that's the only joy they have. I know. Six five one six four one one zero seven one. Um, another just. I'll just keep going with my random Halloween <laughs> ideas because no one's called it. No, yet. that's fine. That's fine. Okay. So this idea that you carve out the pumpkin from the bottom. Yeah. And you're going to then carve like eyes and a nose and a mouth. And you're going to set this over your candle instead of like trying to set your candle inside the pumpkin. That's always the hard part. Yeah. But you put um, cinnamon, sprinkle cinnamon inside the pumpkin. So when it burns, it smells like that in your house. Oh, isn't that cool? That's very Michael's store for me. Though, yes, it is. Which is yes, it is not so great. Okay, did you know how to keep the um, animals from eating your pumpkins? Wait, hold on a second. If you're not carving out the top, your the candle is going to burn. Like you know what I mean? Like it's yes, going to burn the top of it a little bit. Okay, just like though when you do it the other way, it kind of burns the top too. I guess. Okay, you have to have enough like whole air hole. <laughs> you're an air hole. You're an air hole. Okay, go ahead. What else are you saying? Then what was the next one? <laughs> I was saying when you put um, when you carve, you put Vaseline on the the parts that you've carved so that it deters oh, bugs and squirrels. Because yesterday I watched the my cute neighbor, her pumpkin. I watched the squirrel just like Decimated. basically he was like at the buffet. Yeah. And he was sitting right on it uh-huh. and just like having a chat. Yeah. This is the best chicken nugget I've ever had. Oh, and this is potato salad. Like yeah. just ate the entire pumpkin in one sitting. Wow. And you know, there's no water for these animals. So they're uh, like really looking. going after the pumpkins because there's moisture. Yeah. Uh, 651-641-1071 if you want to call in and ask us any questions. And if you don't, I'm just going to keep torturing you with, with Halloween, Halloween boo balls things. and uh, boo scotty. Boo scotty. Boo scotty and witch fingers. Yeah, the witch fingers were always the thing that like... I Pretzel rods. Or or like the twisty... Uh, Crescent roll crest, dough. Yeah, but they like are the breadstick things. Yep. And then with the, uh, the almond the on almond the end. The almond finger. Yeah. And it was always like... <laughs> And then you'd walk around going like witchy fingers. Yes, yes, yes. Kids love that. You can also spiralize those croissant strips and make them into like snake heads. Okay, we have a question that was, uh, she couldn't be on the air. Jamie asked, how to cook with frozen aloe besides smoothies? Okay. (laughs) This, what is... Why, Why are, are you, you cooking with aloe? aloe yeah. Number one, I can well, try to simplify it best as I can. I talked to her for a little bit. She said she inherited from a friend a bag of frozen aloe, and she doesn't know what to do with it. And she's okay, not you're a supposed to put person. it on your face. Well, there's aloe. Are but I mean, there's the it? aloe. They, yeah, Jake loves those weird aloe drinks that have the aloe in it that you can drink it. I was gonna say I've had aloe as like a uh, bubble tea. Like yeah, huh. that's all I, I can think of. Okay, I'm still just... It is anti-inflammatory. Yeah. Uh, apparently, you can pour the gel into ice cube trays and freeze them and run them all over your face. That would feel good. Um. Yeah, it's saying that, like, you basically... Yeah, just want to mix it up. Yeah, aloe smoothies seem to be the way that most people are using them. There is health benefits. It reduces heartburn. Hello. 
Uh, lowers cholesterol, helps control blood sugar, it says. Okay, it wait, can we go back system? to reduces heartburn? Because that I alone know. could be I a know. reason to purchase them. Yeah, they say that it's uh, some find relief from their symptoms by ingesting aloe vera juice in small amounts. Huh. 2015 studies showed that aloe reduced the GERD reflux symptoms. GERD. Um, yeah, that's interesting. Okay. I, I I don't know. I would yeah. just do it in a smoothie. It doesn't sound like it's supposed to be cooked necessarily. You know what I mean? Yeah. So okay. I think I would just continue to drink it. I'd still just put it on my face. Yeah. Just for the record. Yeah. This one has like it says uh, fresh aloe gel is mild, refreshing and cooling in flavor. You can get creative by adding it to recipes like salsas, I guess, or dressings as an additive. I if can see that. that. And also added viscosity. Yeah, that might help. Or simply juice it into servings of shots and just do a couple shots. If you're looking for health benefits, you might as well just shoot it. If you're looking for deliciousness, I don't know if it's, I don't know if that's where you're going to go with it. I, I like the idea of like a dressing maybe that uh-huh. you like put it on salad greens. That might be interesting. Speaking of a salad, I had the garlickiest Caesar salad this week and I was totally there for it. Beluto. Oh. I've never really had the pizza pepperoni cups. Yeah. That is a really good pizza. Yeah. It is kind of football shaped. It is a restaurant that is located in uh, like 48th and Nicollet area. There's, it, yeah, there's 30. It's 38th, I think. 38th yeah, and Yeah, it's, it's 38th and, and Nicollet on and Kingfield, but they also have one downtown Minneapolis by U.S. Bank Stadium. Um, the pizza crust was excellent. The sauce was a little sweet and very bright. I just loved it. And then it had the little pizza cups that the oil sits in, which is totally my Pepperoni. jam. And yeah. then I had the Caesar salad, which I ate with my hands in the car on the way home. Why? Did you... I don't know. I was starving oh. and I could toss it in. It was like, remember McShakers? I wish those would come back. The McDonald's no. McShaker. I don't. It was a plastic like cup that sat. The cup fit into your like cup holder, but it was salad inside there. And the dressing was at the bottom. And then you would shake it up. And you could have salad and eat it while you were driving. It was very handy. Okay. I've often wanted a McShaker to come back in my life. Okay. You can do that with like, if you get, you know, like when you go to like Crispin Green or you go. Yeah. And you get, and I just, you just shake them. Yes. That's I easy. liked that it sat in the the cup holder. That is a good idea. Because it was super handy. Yeah. That's smart. If you're eating in the car, which probably you shouldn't be, but don't we all do it? Right. Uh, okay. Um, letting you know that uh, I just want to quickly shout out that, uh, Spinning Wild is opening a place in yes. the Union Depot. And tomorrow from 2 to 5 p.m., they're doing a little preview. This is a really cute idea and a cute event. I'm throwing it out now because I don't want to forget. But they're doing the, they're opening a cotton candy cafe. Yes, they are. And they're doing a little preview party. They're having a hula hoop dance party. They've got free soft serve ice cream. They're doing, if you dress up as something to do with a cotton candy costume, you get free cotton candy cloud pop. I will say the European Christmas market at the Union Depot this season is going to be a little bit longer. Oh, is it? And really, I mean, it just is good family fun. If you're looking for a kind of markety vibe with all the garlands and kind of the Christmas scene, it's a really sweet one to go to. Yeah. Yeah. No, I love it.